You guys remember Valentine's Day? Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. Gr- growing up, like passing out the cards and like writing down the names. and I loved it. I thought you meant yesterday. I was like, yeah, I remember yesterday. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm talking about like when we were growing up, like I'm just watching my boys and I'm like, I'm asking my guys, like, how did it go? It's a moment. It's a moment. It's a deal. Absolutely. How'd you guys go? Like, what, what do people say? My seven-year-old asked a girl to be his Valentine. Oh, yes. I Thank have you. made it implicitly clear. Implicit, explicit. Im- explicit. Explicit. I knew it was wrong right the moment <laughs> I said it. <laughs> you can't fool us, small vocab guy. You're going to put the E on the, on the podcast <laughs> yeah. now? He, so I've been battling. He's got this love interest, Penelope. And it's a whole issue in our house because I am clear you cannot date till you're 16 years old. This is a real rule. Even then, that's generous. That's generous. Was that what it, what it was for you? It's what it was for me. Uh, all my rules are being passed down. Like, for example, <laughs> my son stays home sick the other day. I come home. He's in his basketball stuff, and his mother's getting ready to take him to practice. I go, whoa, 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 whoa. The rule is no school, no sports. She goes, when did that become a rule? I go, how about my entire life? <laughs> I've never heard this before. Well, my is it my fault you're not an athlete? You're not. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I didn't say that. I'm just saying it here because she's like, not here. I, I'm, I'm not as afraid because she's not here. Anyway, so um, I I so I'm like no no uh, no no school no sports. I like so that. I'm not allowing these young princes, who are the opposite of Eli's children, to date until they are 16, and they and still my son's like but I can ask her to be my Valentine. <laughs> and I'm like, no, that's still, you're, you're flirting. Yeah. This is not good. Absolutely. So he asked this girl, Penelope, first time he asked her, she laughs. And I go, I like this girl. <laughs> no, that's messed up. Then she circles back on Valentine's Day and says, were you being serious? And to which Maverick's like, I'm dead there. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> My son does not talk like uh, this. It's just my terrible impersonation of his little seven-year-old voice. It's similar. Guys, in the ballpark. It's not a stretch. And so, but my guys, like my my five-year-old, like we're, I'm bringing them. And this is really smart by this teacher. She's got a table. She's created bags for each kid. Mm-hmm. And as the parents come, we all put a thing in each bag. So smart. So they all get one. Yep. So it wasn't the passing out. It's a lot of pressure for a five-year-old. Right. Passing them out. So, you know, to me, the whole Valentine's Day ordeal. I saw this one mom. I mean, just what time did she get up? I mean, the breakfast, <laughs> yeah. the display, the, yeah. I mean, Julia went all out what I thought. And I hope, I'm hoping she doesn't see this other mom's post. Yikes. I mean, we had the waffles going. We had the hot cocoa. Waffles. We had the smoothies. We had the pink. We had a whole thing. This mother, in comparison to Julia, it's not good. <laughs> this other mother, it's like a full Mother Teresa meets Martha Stewart meets competitive. It's these Utah blogger moms. They're taking us out. They're taking us out. Oh, welcome back to another edition of Leadership Lean In. We are leaning into the subject of leadership just to get a little bit better. Better. 
I wish I had a reverb right there. Um, fresh off the heels of our 100th episode, which we just will not stop mentioning until we get to 200. Uh, we just uh, we're gonna had get there way faster. Oh, yeah, one, yeah, we're going to yeah. get there way faster. Had a great 101 with the doctor. Dr. Henry. The great Dr. Henry Cloud, which you guys abruptly interrupted his sleep at approximately 8 a.m. at his house oh before gosh. he had coffee. Yikes. That was an embarrassing <laughs> and a, uh, an experience that you guys had. I showed up at the right time. Well, 15 we, minutes before recording. We believed we were speaking <laughs> with his personal assistant. Turns out it was not. Turns out when you sold... 37 million copies of your books or he corrected us 20 million, 20 million. yeah i don't i think i looked it up on the website it. what did it say 37 million people impacted 20 million books sold hmm. tomato tomato yeah <laughs> give me a slow year god <laughs> yeah seventy thousand books yeah so uh we are we're just in we're you know back here in the uh the office uh, nate and april keep trying to get us to go to the studio but to no avail <laughs> I, we are here at the table of the Lord. Here we are. We are recording Leadership Lean In. Thank you to every person that yeah. likes, subscribes, and comments and calls yourself a leaner. Oh, wait, that's we a bet. button. That's yeah. a button. Is it yeah. going to be you saying I'm, or are we all of us saying nation? I'm a leaner? I think, I think it... no, no nations. Yeah, no. I think <laughs> that we get, we do not do nations around here. I think that we should have a button that is someone that it's maybe it's someone here in the office that can say like you know when people say you know i'm a leaner we should put it out in the world send us oh, you yeah. saying leaner we'll add it to the we'll add the best one to the button yeah i'm a leaner yeah. did you by the way did you see this video with jimmy fallon and uh and what's his name the the teeny beanie no oh. no and pa uh, paul rudd have you not seen this one i think it's paul rudd no oh god it's, so, it's so good it's all Paul Rudd, right? Yeah, yeah, Paul Rudd, teeny beanie. God, it's so good. Anyways, <laughs> when you said leaner, saying, you know, I'm a leaner, it makes me think of like, how do you, how, so many ways to say this. Uh, so we, got, we might have to have a contest coming up soon. Yeah. Um, one of the things I loved the most about the doctor was when he just completely was derailed by Simon Sinek's play it. The first criterion to being a leader is you have to want to be one. And he he just reacted pretty strong he to said, that, didn't that's he? That's a hard no. He was not happy about this. Simon, we, we, who we'd love to have on, I think he frequents the Palisades. I see him at Air One over there. We got to have Simon Sinek. We need on. a rebuttal. We need, yeah, we need to find out, you know, because this is a so strong of a quote. We put him in a, a leadership drama really happening. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. But you think the they would come on the same episode and talk it out? Are we becoming like the drink champs of, of leadership podcasts? I would like oh. to say yes. Do you know who drink champs is? Tell me you know who this is. I've seen clips. Yeah. Okay. I, but so you're yeah. aware. I'm not. This is tough. But I didn't expect it. I did. I, I, I expected you. At least I'm on brand. You're on brand. <laughs> I appreciate that. Consistency. Compound. Simon Sinek. James Clare. Um, but ne nevertheless, we are back in action, getting ready for a great year. Can I just ask this before we jump into today's contest? I had this thought today. We, we sat and we listened to the great Dr. Alan Tennyson for a number of hours today. It was incredible. Absolutely terrific. Um, is it okay? I'm not done with my New Year's resolutions. Yeah. You know, Maybe. we're... Maybe they're not New Year's resolutions. They're throughout resolutions. the year resolutions. Yeah, they're I'm just not year resolutions. I've never taken my time on any year like I have this year. Maybe it's because I'm taking them more serious, perhaps. Oh. 
I don't know. I have a friend that I had a child recently struggling to name the child. Maybe I'm a little bit like, you know, stuck. Mm. Writer's block. How long did they take to name the child? I'm not going to get into details. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm just, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm just. Resolutions I, block. I'm yeah. having, res- I'm not all the way there. I'm still doing some research. Chad, what are you researching? Life. <laughs> get, get off me. <laughs> Um, but we're getting ready for a great year. It's going to yeah. be a great year. And, uh, I say this often, but if you're a leaner, let me just tell you, you're doing better than you think you are. And there's more people that are for you than there is people that are against you. That's right. Don't you ever forget it. Okay. Today we are talking about six questions. Every leader is asking themselves. Ooh. Mm. And I think it's just, you know, it's where it all starts. And maybe that's why I'm taking my time really, you know, with, with the resolutions is I think there's, you know, it's rare that people ask you questions. It's just, it's going to be rare. A lot of times leading to me is not waiting for people to ask me a question. Hey, I had this problem to bring to you. Hey, I had this situation. Hey, this budget. If you're leading, people don't really bring that many questions. I, I think, I think you've got to just constantly be asking yourself questions. Right. Mm-hmm. You're constantly, uh, in, in, this is kind of an aggressive way to say it. Please forgive me. I don't have a better way of saying it. I heard this years ago. I, I, I feel crunchy even saying it. Here goes nothing. <laughs> you have to kind of interrogate reality. I don't like it. What a phrase. It's just a bummer. What I mean by that, <laughs> what, I mean, what, I mean, what I mean by that is that you gotta you gotta face the music. You gotta you gotta, you gotta, right, right. You gotta be honest. Yep. Yeah. Honesty with others starts with honesty with yourself. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people cannot be honest with others because they're never honest with themselves. Yeah. Right. So vulnerability, authenticity, genuine is all about being that. Asking yourself the real tough questions. Here are a few of them. Number one: What is it that used to work for me that is now working against me? Hello. He's gotta, you got to you got to find out because most of us make the change when it's too late. So good. Yeah. It's like you, you know leadership you have to be careful not to be I think superstitious where it's like I've been doing this thing I drive the same way I order the same thing I you know it's like a lot of leaders are robotic and you get into that a little bit superstitious like a baseball player mm. I got to put on my socks this way and I right. always you know I jump over the 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 third baseline and I you know what that's fine. It worked for you, but you got to understand that, you know, if there's no risk, there's no reward and you've got to make some changes before the changes happen for you. Right. That's good. And so what was it that was working for you? This thing is working for you. I always go back to one of the first times I learned this leadership lesson was, um, when I first moved to Puyallup, uh, where Nate dog is from. And, you know, I came in, I was 24 and, I started this, you know, this high school group, you know, it's like there's 24 people the first night, <laughs> you know, and I made it my mission. I was going to meet every high school student in that city. Mm. So I go to every lunchroom and I go to every football game and I go to every basketball game and I'd spend the first half at this stadium and the second half at that stadium. And I met so many kids and I was young. I was single. I had no other responsibility. And I had the time to do it. And then it came to the point where I started for the first time after a season of momentum and growth. I think we got to, you know, I forget the number, huge, 500 plus, almost 600 high scores showing up on a Sunday night. I started to disappoint people. Mm. Mm. I don't hear from you as much. Right. You're not there for, you didn't come to my game. Yep. 
you know, I, I started to be bogged down and I realized, oh, success now is not me knowing everybody. Mm. Success now is me raising up leaders and assigning them to schools and going, you 10 leaders take that school. You 12 leaders take that school. You, It's no longer me going and doing it all. Yeah. yeah, It's me raising up and empowering others to do it. What is it that used to work for you that if you keep doing, it's going to work it against you. Mm. There's okay. no chance of scaling. There's no chance right. of growth. I always think the problem with leadership is I'm the greatest blessing and I'm the greatest burden to this thing. Hmm. Let me say something about that, about that season as well. I was a leader in that youth ministry when you kind of made that decision. And I remember you sitting down with the, a group of core leaders and you said, Hey, I've identified this. Yeah. This is a, I'm the biggest problem. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to see me around at these places as much. So I'm going to hand it over to you guys as a, as a responsibility in leadership. Like this is, that's so good. You're, you're the thing that's keeping the scale. You're the thing that's not, you know, allowing the growth to happen. You're the bottleneck. But if you identify that you ha also have to communicate that, really clearly yes. to your team. It's great. Because I do think there's something about um, communal accountability. Yeah. I don't always think that needs to happen with everything. Everything. Mm -hmm. But some things, mm -hmm. whereas I recognize, I, I did this, this helped us. But in order for us to grow, I recognize like, the more, you know, can you hit John Maxwell for me? That everything rises and falls on leadership. John Maxwell says, the more responsibility I have, the less rights I have. Mm -hmm. So I don't have the right to just keep doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. We're not going to grow. And, and you know, that's what I love about his, the, the law of the lid, right? Is like, I'm the lid. And what is the lid? Right. Usually the lid is, I took this as far as I could. And now this is, his, this is, you know, I remember when I first started, the, sorry, the first real time I learned this, I was really, you know, in LA, I was really frustrated. And the guy that was mentoring me told me, he said, you know, I think by yourself, just you, just you showing up, you got 200 in you, wow. just you, your gift. Mm -hmm. You just, you got 200. Anything above 200 is your ability to build teams, infrastructure, wow. mm -hmm. you know, having people around you, having the right leaders. And that was a, 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 a great, you know, mentor going, this is how good you are. But if you want to stay at that level, buddy, just keep it the way it's going. <laughs> right. So what is it that used to work for you that you got to give up? You got to surrender. You got to sacrifice so that you can go to another level. Number two, where should I be spending my energy and time? Every leader has to ask himself, yeah. what is going to have a return on ROI, mm. a return on investment? Because ain't nothing worse than spending a bunch of time and a bunch of energy on something or someone that has no return. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I remember reading a book where it's like, I think the two um, analogies they use, the contrast was like, what's a duck and what's an eagle? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I like that. What's going to soar and take off and what's never going to leave the ground? Mm. And, you know, I kind of like that idea because it, to me, it's like making the value not to throw pearls before swine. Yeah. Mm. There's a there's some truth in that. Right. Is that everybody's equal in value. Not everyone is equal in opportunity. Right. You know, not everybody's equal in gifting. Not everyone's equal in leadership capacity. Yeah. So I've got to I've got to really obsess over where am I spending my energy and my time, energy and time, energy. Today, I looked at it. I fell asleep last night at 9.15 p.m. And the first thing I do when I wake up, how'd I sleep? Oh, optimal again. Let's go. <laughs> so what am I worried about? My time. Yeah. yeah. What am I worried about? My energy. Because right. if I don't have, if I don't detail out my time, 
And, you know, it's so funny. The, 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 Julia and, and, and Natalie, who works with us here in the office, is frustrated because I'm I'm trying to change some flights around coming up in the next 24 hours and do that because my time is precious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not like I'm, I'm not trying to find time to play Xbox. Right. I'm not trying to find time just to, you know, watch TV. I'm trying to make the most of my time because what I can give, you know, um, it's kind of like that saying the greatest gift I can give somebody is my undivided attention. Mm-hmm. Right. Somebody that just goes to dinner, turns the phone over and goes, I'm locked in. Wow. You gave them your energy and your time. So special. Right. Dear God. Right. That's a gift. And that's something that. It's like this, the first point applies to the second point. You have to constantly be um, assessing today, where's my time and energy best? Because it's not going to be the same every day. And in one season, it'll be different from the previous seasons. Probably different week to week. Yeah, That's totally. exactly right. And I, and I think, um, w- you know, when I have decided to say yes to something, I have already determined to say no to something. A few things probably. Yeah. Right. When I wear this wedding ring, it's saying it's symbolic. I have said yes to one, which means I have said no to all others. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what this represents. Yep. So I think, you know, being a great leader is going like, what did I say yes to? I said yes to my family. Really good. I said yes to my uh, calling. I said yes to my, you know, my leadership or whatever it is. Determine what you say yes to so that your no's not so personal. Right. Yeah. It's not like I would right. love to. You I would ask yes to everything else. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Why'd you say no to me? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah because it, and my nose are really easy. I don't even really stress about my nose because I, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of tunnel on my yes. Yep. So where do you need to spend your time and your energy? Your time and your energy. Where do you spend your time? In 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 you get what you go for. Mm. You can't ever take away sowing and reaping. Yeah. Everybody wants a big harvest. Okay, what are you sowing in? Mm-hmm. If I sow energy and time into the right things, I will see a reward. So I've got to identify that. Number three, who or how can I empower better? Mm. This is a big one mm. because and they're all connected in my opinion. Um, once I've determined where to spend my time and energy, my time and energy is not on outlines and study notes. They're usually on people. So where am I? Okay, I got to meet with the creative team. I got to meet with the operations. I got to, you know, I meet with this guy right now. Meet with this person. I'm helping this pastor right now. I, I'm, you know, and, and, and I always think I determine those things so that I can empower better. I think leadership is tough because especially my personality is to, is to be more hands-on than most probably. I'm just naturally bent towards um, having my hand involved and I, I have to really fight hard to empower. Mm. This is not natural. This is not easy for me. Maybe for some people, they just like wake up empowering, you know, it's just like, <laughs> you take that, you take that, you take that. I'm not wired that way. So I have to ask myself, how can I empower people better? Yeah. Um, hiring, transitioning off staff, communicating, um, running meetings, fill in the blank who and how who i like what dr cloud was talking about last week trust right when to give it when to take it away so good uh what was the other one you said how to repair it and there was a fourth one i can't remember right off the top of my head yeah the fourth one was so good though 
Yeah, yeah. He, we'll we got to go back into one hundred and one. But 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 to me is you trust people. You you empower people. You trust. Yeah. Right. And I love what he was talking about last week. Is talking about we are wired to trust. Yeah. yeah. And he was using that baby illustration. Mm-hmm. From the moment we're born, we're we're looking, you know, for to trust. Yeah. yeah. Wow. For safety, for build nurture, and, to yep. build that bond. And I think that's so important because we've got to understand we were wired to trust others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the best version of us. Totally. And so I think leadership's always about challenging yourself, going like, how can I empower better? What what am I doing that anybody else could be doing? You know, that's, that's, that's that, good. That's, yeah. that's really, if you think about it, it's the 5% rule. Yep. 95% of what you do, anybody could do. Mm. Anybody. Yep. There's a 5% that you bring to the table that nobody else can do. And that's your personality. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. your gifting. That's your calling. But there's, but you have to recognize you're not that special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Only, only 5% special. Oh, you're only 5% special. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we what we want to think so much more. Like, oh, my ideas are this, and da da da. It's 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 really the hard. I think the the hardest part. We've been talking about this idea. That a challenging question for me: Do you want to have a platform or be a platform? Love that. Do you want to do everything or empower others? Um, years ago, I had a friend that brought a consultant into his company, and he's massive you know, $30 million a year company, you know, a lot of employees and just huge. And so the guy did the full, you know, met with the executive team and, you know, so on and so forth. And they, they, they bring the diagnosis. This is where your company's at. And he said, you got a lot of great leaders here. You got a lot of great executives. Have you been able to recognize that none of your executive team is actually empowered to make any decisions here? Wow. Wow. He goes, what do you mean? It gets defensive. You know, yeah. I did this. Right, right, right. And they can do this. No. You've empowered them to do nothing. Hmm. And when he told me that story, I, you know, immediately you think to yourself, like, dang, do I empower? This is a very <laughs> right. tough question. Yeah. It's, it's, it's easier said than done because okay. what you're talking about is trusting people. Yeah. L- giving people a long leash rather than a short one. And uh, you got to continue to ask yourself, how can I do this better? Who can I empower better? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's the question, when do you give it up? If you think you can do it better, at what point do you go, okay, I'm going to give it to this person. They're not going to do it as well as I can. There you go. But they'll never be better than I was unless I give it to them. Right. At this time. You and, know? And, and, and probably um, understanding, probably another part of that makes me think of, what are you willing to not walk away from? was your yes you know yeah, like yeah. like let's say like um yeah i think you have to just crack your own code mm-hmm. yeah like oh, yeah. okay so give away you know this part and that part and this, you know but if you're you gotta you gotta always be true to your passions mm-hmm. and your wiring and so, so you know it's like uh i'm thinking about like a football coach right and so we would say how come this head football coach won't give up running plays do you realize that running plays is what gets him up in the morning <laughs> right but he could have an offensive coordinator and the offensive coordinator could be running and then he could oversee the defense and the offense. Fam, you're you're missing the point. Yep. This man has only thought about running plays. Mm-hmm. This is what this, this is his passion. Yeah. Does that make yeah. sense? Yep. When I'm really talking about empowering is like, where can you give up stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where can you give power to others? Yeah. That to me is success is 
you know, the fruit on the tree will never be there without empowerment. Yep. Great. And empowerment does not, this is where we understand about trust. Empowerment doesn't start with others. It starts with me. Right. It never starts with how good they are. It starts with how much I'm trusting of others. Exactly. Yep. It starts with me. So th- that's just a great question. Number four, what do I need to go back and make right? Every leader has to always ask themselves this mm. question. Such a good one. Because every leader in real time is making real time mistakes. I don't like this one. <laughs> it hurts. It's just, but the tr- it's real. It's just the truth. Yeah. You look back and you go, yeah, there, that one's on me. Should have said this. Yeah, I could, I could give you a couple that you could. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But think about it. Think about it. you. All of us, we joke around about it. it's like two weeks ago. I was an idiot. Two weeks ago, right now, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. God, I'm killing it. Today, <laughs> this morning, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, but today, I think it's always good because um, what is better than peace on your pillow? What's better than a clear conscience? Mm. What's better than right relationships? What's that worth? Right. And uh, Julia, you know, was just talking about this the other day. My wife, who's so brilliant, she's just talking about the happiest people in the world. has nothing to do with money. Yep. Leadership's that tricky thing. It's like, once I get there, once I make this, once we build this thing, and then you get and you and you go wait. All that makes me happy really is like just doing things right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just everything's clean. All the things you just said. Yeah, everything, everything. Peace, is, conscience. Yeah, yeah, just everything. Everything's right. And so you know when you 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 got I understand leaner you because you're listening to this podcast you're telling me you are a leader you are leaning in you're trying to grow you're trying to get there you're trying to build you're trying to hustle you're you you're motivated you are I, I love it I love it I love it so you probably made some mistakes because you're driven and you got a motor and you, you, great leaders are driven people totally yeah <laughs> This is kind of the first thing is like they don't need a pep talk. They are self starters. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So because you're driven and because you got energy and because you got a, a, a motor, you probably made a mistake. Right. Mm-hmm. Somehow, some way. Nobody said it was intentional. Nobody's asking about right. motives. We're just talking about what happened. Yep. So, so go back and make it right. Because sometimes you can't move on. Until you clean things up. Mm. You just can't. You just can't like go like, all right, I'm going to go, you know, do this next thing. It's like, I, I think we should probably just like close the books on the last yeah. thing. Mm. I love that you said that you can't move on until you clean it up because it is literally quite like a mess. Like you yeah. might think that no one notices it, but just like any other mess, it's still there. People are going to step in it. People are going to track it all over the place. It's that's not going right. to stay put. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's very right. Good. That's right. And, um, you know, uh, what is our job? Our job as, um, again, going back to Dr. Cloud, he was so great, just to create safety. Yep. Trust. And so it, people, you know, they don't trust you less when you apologize or you go back or you make things right or you take follow the up yeah. or you take the, eat the humble pie or they don't. They, it, it's, 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 so, it's so crazy how leadership works. What is leadership about? Being served or serving? Is it about being the best or pulling the best out of others? Is it about being recognized or recognizing others? It's always about the people. 
Yeah. And so you got to go back and what in just a great question. What do I need to go back and make right? Fifth one. Where am I receiving from right now? This is very important. Uh, the other day. Um, is sorry, I'm bringing him up a lot. Dr. Cloud and I, <laughs> after we after we recorded, he took me to his fantastic country club and we played an incredible game of of uh, it's called golf. Yeah, mm. I'm a big fan. He's your your swing coach. Oh, he's not my coach. golf swing golf coach. swing coach, not swing doctor. So we're on the we're on the we're on the range. We're getting ready to go out, and I see out of the corner of my eye someone that does podcasts that I've listened to a tremendous amount of their podcast, and so I just think, oh, this is great. I'm 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 a big fan. In this scenario, I'm a big fan. So I'm walking by, and I just I just have to say it. So I'm walking by the guy and I go, hey, just got to let you know. I just told the doctor about your podcast today. I'm a big fan. Like, so good. And I go, um, my, you know, this is my favorite part about your podcast. And I ran a marathon last year and I listened to your podcast like for three to four hours at a time. Wow. Straight. Like, this, this is the, you, you guys are the best. And so the guy was really kind. He was like, oh, thank you so much. And I always think like, the way that people come and say, I'm a leaner and the how, yeah, yeah. how much fuel you're, that puts in the my tank. Now. Right. I'm the leaner in this Absolutely. scenario. And I was just thinking back how much joy and what I learned on that podcast. And that was a season. I was really listening to that thing. But I'm not right now. Mm-hmm. I'm on a different podcast right now. <laughs> I'm on different books right now. Yep. I'm in a different season right now. Yep. I'm watching different people. You got to identify what well am I drinking from right now? Mm. And, you know, my whole goal, this is kind of the way I've seen leadership for a long time is if I can use a picture, my goal is to always been digging such a deep well that anybody can come and get refreshed from it. That's mm. great. That, that's kind of really how I see life. Yep. It's like I'm just constantly digging and digging and digging and digging and digging. Leadership, faith, leadership, faith, leadership, faith. So people can come and get a drink. Mm-hmm. Yep. So my question is, where are you receiving from right now? And, and, and enjoy the season, but identify it. And it's really interesting because this stuff comes and goes, man. Right. I'll never forget this one guy telling me years ago, he said, um, I said, if you can go back and do anything different in leadership, what would you do different? And, and, and this guy was really good in his day. And he said, well, two things. He said, um, number one, my company, we had an opportunity to expand and my business was doing so good. I thought, why would I expand? This thing right here locally is killing it so much. I'm good. Mm. He goes, first mistake I made. Second mistake I made, he goes, there was a group of other people that were really flying around the country to come be with me and learn from me. And I never made that formal. I never really took it serious. Mm. I never committed to the group. And eventually they all just kind of went on to somewhere else. Uh. Wow. And I thought, wow, you've got to really understand number one, where are you getting resource from right now? And number two, who's getting resource from you Mm. and how serious do you take that? Yeah, that's good. Where, how, how are you committed to that group? Because if listen, if people lean into you, you lean into them. Mm. 
Why am I doubling down our commitment to leadership lean in? Because there's a whole group that have taken it serious. That's right. yep. And because right. there's a whole group that's taking it serious, I'm taking it more serious. Because yep. if people lean into you, they're telling you, I'm I'm learning from you, I'm receiving from you, I'm I'm getting something from you, I'm I'm in. That's that's if you're wondering as a leader, who do I invest into? Who's leaning in? Yep. If they're leaning in, you know, that's a to me it's a biblical principle john 15 i am the vine you're the branches if you remain in me i remain in you it starts with your lean in then i lean in that's great and so if i that and that's part of the leadership lean in but to me i'm always looking for people that are leaning in because if that tells me i'm ready to lean back in yep you understand yeah last one you have any thoughts on that i saw you kind of i was wondering what that sound was oh 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 oh, oh. <laughs> i thought you had a leadership thought that i was like oh april's got a no. She's got a truth. <laughs> I was like, what is that? Yeah, <laughs> we, we've never told people that we are recording next to a mechanic shop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what that is? <laughs> that's what there, those sounds It sounds okay. like, yeah, something's yeah. a machine. Is I love it. Last one. Here we go. Number six. What should I be concerned about? Hmm. So I had most of our meetings. Is there anything that I should be concerned about? Nope. Okay, great. <laughs> you know, um, I'm just kind of always watching going like, yeah, I'm concerned about them. Yeah. That, well, that concerns me. Well, you know, you see someone start dating, you're like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> you know, yeah. or you see, you, you see someone yeah, with a bad yeah, attitude, yeah, you're yeah. like, that's not going to bode well. Mm-hmm. The great thing about leading, I think, is like there's no real surprises. Mm-hmm. Everyone is kind of telling you who they are yeah. all the time. Yeah. They're just kind of telling you, like, this is who I am. <laughs> and so when, you know, when something happens, everybody goes, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> you know, everybody goes, like, yeah, mm-hmm, makes yep. sense. Yep. And same with greatness. When someone stumbles on a New York Times bestseller, someone wins an Oscar, someone does really well someone's business does expand everybody goes yeah mm-hmm. makes sense to me yeah so you're creating a narrative you're creating a story the, by the way no one controls your reputation but you wow if yeah. people think something wrong about mm. you by the way which they will you're a leader you're a leader you are under criticism you're under scrutiny people are they're they are minimizing you they are just a heads up thank you for leading because right now some people are just upset, purely out of jealousy. Some, right. some people are upset, but you're doing what they wish they were doing. Yep. So there's a, there's that element, but I think that for you to be a great leader, um, is to not care about the narrative or the reputation of what people think about you. If people think something wrong about you, prove them wrong by living your genuine, authentic life so good to me i'm just like you can say whatever you want about me i'm just gonna keep living my genuine authentic life yep and over time we'll just let the we'll let the fruit land where it lands yep but 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 you're a leader so you're gonna come under scrutiny you're gonna come under judgment you're gonna come under. but you know what this all this all i want you to do keep living your genuine authentic life and over time that will speak to others. That's right. So um, what am I concerned about? I'm concerned about the things that I can control. I'm concerned about making sure I'm not pompous. I'm not 
above reproach or, or living above reproach, but not above correction or I'm not, I can't be so concerned about the affairs of somebody else's house. Mm-hmm. Totally. Like that's, that's their home. That's right. their marriage. Yep. That's their life or that's, that's their situation. I can love and, and, and hopefully be a part, but I got it. What am I concerned about? I'm concerned about me. Yeah. I'm concerned about making sure I'm good. You know, like, and there's a tension there because of course we want to take care of others, but it's like to be great is to give away control. Mm. I'm not thirsty to control others. I only want to make sure I'm good. Mm. I'm healthy. I got a right approach. I got a right attitude. All I can control is input and attitude and the results will take care of themselves. So if I, if I, if I'm asking, what am I concerned about? Maybe I can have a convo. Maybe I could correct. Maybe I can help. But at the end of the day, should I be more concerned as a leader about what they're doing or about what I'm doing? Great. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm concerned about making sure I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think these are great questions to ask yourself as you're coming in this season, just asking yourself this right uh, 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 energy, time, uh, what should I be concerned about? Um, it, what, what, what was working for me that will now work against me? Be working on you. Stop obsessing and working over others. To me, there's a whole principle and a thought in that. Why are you pointing out the speck in people's eyes? Right. Why are you so concerned about others? Yep. Don't why in 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 to me, you'll never get good at asking other people tough questions if you don't ask yourself tough questions. That's great. So that's why I think you gotta ask yourself these types of questions to crack your own code to grow. Yeah, I think. You know, I love this question because it allows for a couple things. Always an opportunity for yourself to have a safe place to talk to yourself. Yeah. We're always talking about you can't, don't just listen to the voice in your head. You got to talk to yourself. Mm. So you use this really cheesy uh, phrase. And I agree. You have to interrogate reality. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to, you know, if you only rely on other people to catch what you're doing poorly, you're always going to miss out on that's your right. ability to self-reflect, well, self-grow. That. You're going to put the onus on someone else for your failures, your weakness. Yep. So just ask that question. You know, is there anything that I should be concerned about in my own thought life, in my own practice, in my yeah. own ways? I think it's so healthy as a leader to do. So good. April, closing thoughts before we end this pod. What do you think? Could be the last one. Could be any of them. What are you thinking about? Six questions every leader is <laughs> needing to ask themselves. Man, you can always ask yourself, these are, these are so good to be asking yourself. And I would say that sometimes maybe it can be discouraging when you're constantly finding things, so many things that are wrong because you do ask yourselves these questions and then you come up with answers for yourself. Yeah. Right. Um, but I would say, to cl- I mean, to close it off, we're not looking for perfection. Right. We're just trying to get a little bit better. She dropped a little leadership lean at the end. Let's go. Oh.